Yes, we have. We're joined in our studio here in the fabulous grounds here in the Craig and Tuller with the Tuller Soccer Club. We're joined by Kevin Barry and Mordach Gleeson, two actively involved members of the Tuller United Soccer Club. Good morning, fellas, and thank you very much for hosting us here this morning. Morning. Thank you. You're both delighted to make your debut, I believe, on Scarf Bay Community Radio. <laughs> <laughs> we should close the door now so they don't make for the door during this. <laughs> um, Kevin, I suppose we'll start with you. You have been involved over the years, I believe, as a found, maybe a founding member, were you? Well, I, I, I've been there from the very start. Since, right, okay. Uh, December 1970, and the club was formed. And uh, at the time, there was a lot of young guys just starting to kick soccer around the place. They had watched the... 70 World Cup and that, and soccer was being played m more than I suppose it had been before in areas like Tulla. Plus we had the secondary school where there was lads from different parishes and we all seemed to end up kicking soccer at the same time. Or the lads that were there, I wasn't even in secondary school at the time. But our first game was in December 70 when we joined the league, the Clare League. The Shield had been played, but as we had the club was formed only later than that. We entered straight into the league and had our first match against Lifford in 1970. And so it developed from that. We, the, uh, we, we played out that season and from then, one of the few clubs in Clare that has never taken a season off or never been out of the league. We've always had a team from 1975 up to today. And uh, we, we played in different Fields around Tulla. Torida was our main area of Torida Park, as we called it. It was a field up there, owned by the late Curry's. Pat, Pat Curry and the Curry family, and they were always very good to us, looked after us, and we had, we had some great days up there. And, you know, we never won much in the 70s, but we always, as I said, had a team. We had players from different parishes, Fiegel, the Mills, Scarif, all those places. Uh, I remember when the McInerney's joined us, they were from Clooney, and they had played with a very strong team in Clare called St. Pat's, who were based in Queen. And when the McInerney's joined us, we said, you know, Tulla, this great, we're going to have a bit of a strong team. And we, we became pretty competitive. We weren't winners of many trophies, but we did become competitive. And then right up until 86, before we won our trof first trophy, we won the, won the first division shield in 1986. And uh, that was great for the club. Uh, we began to think then that we had underage teams, under 14 and 16 at the time. So, you know, the club was getting bigger and better. I suppose then we started thinking about developing a field for ourselves, which I remember being involved in the early part of that, and we just, just like hitting your head off a wall, you just couldn't get any, anywhere. But other lads that came after, and you see what they've developed here into one of the finest facilities in oh, Clare and in Munster. It's just fabulous. Absolutely yeah, fabulous, isn't it? It's fantastic. And there's hundreds of kids coming in here, playing between the girls and the boys. And we had a girls team in the 80s, but they played a few games and they played a few seasons and it was great for them. And then since the opening of the field here and the, the facilities, it's grown and grown. And now we have teams in every grade, up along from under eights, nines, and with both boys and girls, all the way up along. So there's hundreds of kids playing here. There's an adults team, youth team, under 17 team, under 18 team. And I'm now president of the club after starting as a player in 70. So You've really come up to me. I really, <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really um, 
Yeah, moved. when you become president, it's kind of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> which, is more enjoyable, which is more enjoyable now, being a player or being president? Uh, I, I, like to, I like to play, but I found that I was half the time injured. <laughs> it happens, it yeah, happens. Yeah. But, you know, we were just talking about it, even to drive up here, because it has, it's, it's really within walking distance of the town itself, isn't it? You know, and I know there are plans to have a footpath the whole way out, somebody was telling us. It's nearly finished, yeah. yeah. Mm. They were telling us the Athletic Club as well, and the whole lot, we, we interviewed them just before yourselves. So, uh, you know, and even, like, you have a pitch here. There's a pitch out, out the back as well, looking at some people from Tungwena mm. here waving in at us, Karina O'Brien. <laughs> There's an underage match hitting down the back. That's obviously where they're going this morning. Yeah. You have a pitch out here where we're looking. There's a lovely French doors and it's, yeah. the sun is shining. There's yeah. a walkway down the side as well. Is there a round? Well, how far does that go? It's only a short walk, 800 metres round, but, you know, it's it's lovely wooded area. Right. All, uh, it's all, I mean, uh, sand is in gravel and it's a lovely walk there. For, it's for when parents come with their kids and they get sick of looking out and... Yeah, they, they can go for Great idea. Go yeah, it's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea. It's just a fantastic yeah. initiative. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, for just Plus a town. Plus the, yeah. the all weather is there. Yeah, just there on the left-hand the side, shade, the Turf. The yeah. shade, that's new as well. And upstairs now they have developed into a strength and conditioning area where all the young lads now do the oh, weights really? and the strength, and that's upstairs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do you have to be a member of the soccer club to use that, or is it open to the general public? Uh, at the moment, it's members. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose there's so many <laughs> members yeah, that there's a crowd yeah, there anyway. Yeah. And where we're sitting, there's a lovely Mike High fair play to him. We must send out a word of thanks. <laughs> he had the heat on, he had the stove on, he had the burka on. Yeah. I mean, there's a beautiful kitchen area. kitchen area, area. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's fantastic, yes. of course. And I suppose, you've, you know, people say... John Delaney, he was fantastic to you, really. I mean, only for yourselves and, was, and yeah. him, really and truly. Pat, yeah. Heads off. It's only uh, four nights ago that I was defending John Delaney. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we all defend him. Why wouldn't yeah. you defend it? Absolutely, yeah. only for him. He probably wouldn't no, have to have, you know. He has play. got a lot of bad press, but he did look after the rural clothes. I know he did yes. in Clare yes. and Kerry and those places. But uh, just the, the vision of some of the lads that came after me, and uh, as I said, when I was trying to organize a field, it was really tough. I found it, you know, people just wouldn't, didn't want to sail and then there was so much red tape. And, but the people that came after us that had the visions to, to, to develop this, uh, just credit to the parish and credit yeah. to the club, they were fantastic people. Yeah, and have you a big catchment area? Well, we, have, we have them from <coughs> East Clare, really, East Kevin. Clare, yeah, <laughs> because the secondary school, I suppose, is anyone that goes to the secondary school yes. hears about it. And yes, yeah. yeah. So we have Queen Fetal. You know, Clooney is very big, Clooney Queen. Crushing. Crushing. And they're all getting to be very built up areas yeah. as well. They so are, yeah. yeah. I had to give about seven different parishes with my under 12 yeah. girls team. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. fantastic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah. So you've no problem getting members, obviously. No problem getting members. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe membership. Our academy actually filled up this year. This was the first year our academy was full after two weeks membership. We had to close it down. Go and Mark, you're involved in the underage side of it, aren't you? Well, the girls. Yeah, okay. So, did you advertise that to say that for the academy or. We do, we do on Facebook mainly. We have Tully United Facebook page and we also have Tully United Girls Facebook. Okay. It's separate, so. There's no, there's never a problem with advertising. They'll, they'll turn up. Word of mouth as well. Yeah. yeah I, I have 31 on my current under 12 team yeah. panel. Yeah. And, and is it hard to get volunteers for coaches? Yeah, I suppose, Kevin. That's the same way across all grades. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, in fairness, all the parents. They, when the kids are involved, the parents will get involved, and yeah. that's that's in every sport. So yes. Yeah. So we have to go with that at the moment. But the, the, we have a coaching system, so 
you know, it's very well run here. There's a head coach and coordinator, so he, so every team tries to work off the same team sheet. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not easy, but I think I need to get coaches within the time, you know, yourself. Yeah, yeah, but it obviously works. Yeah. So what yeah. You- yeah, each team would have a head coach. And right. then you might have one or two coaches only. So we'll say Clive will be the, the main coach. And Clive Slater. Yeah. yeah. And then he passes things down to the head coaches. Yeah. And then you don't have to bother all the coaches coming in. You know, yes. So okay. So it works that way. Yeah. And do you have trainee coaches, as we we'll call them, the youngsters that we yeah, have yeah. that have moved on? They, but they, they move on, yeah. Yeah, that's a big part, actually. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of them do it through the Goshka at school, you know. They, they do of the, course. Yeah. Every winter I would have one or two coaches right. kind of helping me out yeah. doing the Goshka work. So that's okay. big. That's good for them and as well, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's great for mm-hmm. you know getting new co- for getting the new coaches, the younger yeah. ones. They always come in as assistant coaches, not really head coaches. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You find they come in after school and then when they hit college, they're gone again. You know. Yes. What I mean? yeah. there's, there's only the couple of years in yeah, it, so, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's too many distractions when they get to college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and have you for the girls more? Have are there men and women, female and female coaches? We have mo- no predominantly male. Let's be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. But there would be a couple of young girls that would have gone through the ranks and finished at six. 16, 17, who, who are still there. Right. Helping us out, like so, it would be. Yeah, but it would be mostly male, yeah. And what age group do they start here, boys or girls? What age? Well, the, the academy oldest? is under, from age six to eight. Yeah. Six to eight, okay. Yeah. And then we kind of kick in under nines. Here on a Sunday morning, we'd have, on girls, we'd have under nines, 11s, 12s, 13s. And that evening, we did the 15s and 17s. Gosh, there's an awful lot of children yeah. involved, yeah. isn't there? It's a very big commitment to yeah. give, isn't it? You know, being involved. It, it, it is, as well. Yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it, it kind of when when you're at it so long. Yeah, it's part of your it's life. Part of your life. Yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, you know, like like I finished it. I started with the girls in 2008, and work circumstances changed in 16. Right, to kind of pull away from it for a while. Mm-hmm. But I came back then and took another under nine team there two years ago again. So, um, you know, you kind of do, you do miss it. You know, it, yeah. like it was, yeah. when you're at it so long. It takes up so much of yeah. your time, it's routine, isn't it? It's part yeah. of your life, yeah. It's part of your and life. And it gets you out and about too, you know. Yeah. Would you have played in the club over the years as well? I, Mordek, I, I would have, yeah. Well, I would yeah. originally, I would have been, yeah. spent my youth with Kirkishan Celtic, but when I moved to Tulla, I played with, with starting with the A team, or the B team and the A team, and then I probably managed both teams, I think I did. If you can't beat him, join him. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I moved into the toilet, I said, I might as well keep right. going. But then I got injured myself in, the, when I, in my early 20s, so okay. I kind of went into the management side and coaching right. side more so than playing. Yeah. It's nice to be able to give back, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and I had a, I kind of was doing underage boys initially, but then in, in 2008, we never had girls here as such, but yeah. my own daughter wanted to know why yeah. she couldn't play. Yeah. So of course. Yeah. St- started there and still at it. Fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic for the area. Yeah. And of course, Kevin, I'm looking at you. Um, as you know, Scarf Bay Community Radio, we did a, um, I think it was there during COVID, wasn't it? Was it during 2020? They did the hurling team of the decade as such, and they did it also for the soccer. And I see Kevin Barry was named at number nine. Kevin, yes. so you're famous. You have a connection <laughs> with Scarf Bay Community Radio already. The yeah. sports department did it. Did you enjoy that? You know, I think everyone had to vote, wasn't it? Um, you know, every every club had to vote, hadn't they, for their yeah. players. So obviously, um, you must have made an impression, Kevin, when you were playing. I don't see your name here now, Murdoch. Do I? No, I don't. Uh, you won't be there now. <laughs> no. That's probably the few years you took off, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It was just a few years. I was after the same jersey number nine with Barry Alves. Oh. <laughs> well, you get to the next time. We'll, we'll have a shoe in for you now. <laughs> so, Kevin, obviously, you know, all jokes aside, you, you obviously did play very well in your I'll in your younger days, shall we say, before you got the president's job. Yes. Ah, well, I played, played from a young age and 
So I suppose made an impression with someone anyway. Yeah. Well, you must definitely um, were voted in the Scarf Bay Community Radio team. He's yeah. been two months now in all fairness. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? Is he? Okay, Mordek, you tell us. He was one yeah. of the legends of the club, we call it that right, way. Okay. Yeah. And that's why he's where he is today. He could, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so have you any, any plans for the future? Kevin is smiling here all in the eyes. What are the plans? Obviously, you're saying the upstairs has been developed as a um, strength and conditioning yeah. slash gym. There's a bit of a shop been developed up there as well, okay. hopefully to start a club shop, yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. As in for the gear? Yeah, because okay. like, when you're dealing with maybe two or three hundred kids, like you, every month there's an order going in for gear, you of know. Course, and yes, and yeah. we, we have a deal with Umbro, you know, the sponsors. Right, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so it would make sense to have your own... Mm. It would, yeah, you know, because so, yeah. like, I don't think there's a, a month where some parent doesn't come to me and say, can I buy a top or can I buy a jacket or can I buy yeah. something? Yes, of course, yeah. So, and yeah. It's, it's less hassle for you too as well if there's a shop not to <laughs> yeah. have a mammy come and say, I want this size and yeah. following someone else yeah. coming. And then we yeah. reckon Dennis Corey's head and looking yes. for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Kevin, you were saying they reformed the 1970s. There's a book coming out about the 50-year the history of the club. Tell us a bit about that. Well, what I know of it, I don't know. Yeah, what I know of it is it's uh, coordinated with Joe Moore Hoptic. Um, Joe Moore. Oh, Joe Moore yeah, right. so Okay. It's just going to be a history of the club. As I said, there won't be pages and pages of the triumphs and the victories, but it's a story to tell over 50 years. I was club found in, this, uh, in a small rural village like Tulla as it was at the time in 1970. And uh, how was it developed into this, what you see today, and how we have up in a thousand kids playing wow. soccer around the place. But obviously it's a good story to tell. Well, we'll see when really? it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's nearly complete, Joe's. Oh, yeah. 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 It's going to December, yeah. I think. So it'll be out for, Christ yeah. for the Christmas market? Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Okay. yeah. So a nice present for... Yeah. Yeah. We're just trying people to tie up a lot of the pictures and names and facts and yeah. things yes. at the moment. Of course, yeah. yeah. I think but but even people not involved in soccer would be interested yes. in that. Well, it's, a local, it's going to it's be local. It's local, And it's going to be East Clare because like, every parish has, was going to have somebody. Somebody, yeah. Yes. It's not just yeah. Tulla, it's yeah. the area Some around. Because even the pictures on the wall, we were just looking at them when we came in here first. Like There's so many when you're looking at them. And a lot of them go back over the years. We're looking at the hairstyles and the fashion <laughs> and the whole act. You know, Things it's, have it, changed. Yeah. <laughs> that it, it would be lovely to have. And I presume some of those will be featured. And, and the names, like maybe some of the families, some of them, God bless yes. them, might have gone to their just rewards. It's amazing the amount of people in even in the last week now, I, I had a post on Facebook looking for facts and figures for some of the teams and the amount of parents that have sent on pictures that really? you, you're looking back over. And thinking, yeah. Yeah. I think the, the worst of, uh, the, the saddest thing about it is we haven't much history of the early days. Okay. Yeah. No, one, no one had a camera that That's, time. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. So we have very few photos really from that era, which is not, it's, it's, it's a pity, even our yeah. first team that we ever played. Right. We know, yeah. No photo. We, would, okay. we, we think we have the first eleven that started our way. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah. so, okay. Uh, and have you pictures of the the site? We'll say before it was developed. Would you have? Oh yeah, that's all. Okay. Video and everything. Yeah. 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 So, fun. getting back to the to the history of the club, we'll say when you when you did decide to go for the site here, you had to raise funds obviously to buy it. Yeah. Was that, was well, that difficult? The mortgage was going to pay, but the, the, the club draw. Yeah. There's a draw really? going on yeah. from that's day one. We all pay twenty euros a month into yeah. okay. uh, a direct debit. Yeah, it's a big and undertaking, though, to take out a mortgage. It started with 200, and it kind of paid the mortgage. But there's a, yeah, 200 okay. people, and every month there's a drawdown for 1,000 euros and 100 euros. Okay. And um, kind of, I think I, it's, it's well well less than 200 now, but it's um, it's still going on. But it, it did pay the mortgage for the last Fantastic. 25 yeah. years, I suppose, Kevin. You know. It's almost, it's almost uh, debt-free now, almost. Okay. Oh, it's and it's, it's wonderful that the people... Pay into that draw every month. 
20 euros. I know it doesn't sound much, but you know, 20 euros. It's, it's, up, it's yeah. an extra 20 euros. Plus, yeah. people are in it from the door and never won anything in it. And there's more people in it and they've won three or four times, which is just yeah. the look. That's I'd say a thousand people have passed through that round. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice the way I see there outside on the on the fence of your um, astroturf outside, you have a kind of a barometer of how much you have borrowed yeah. and it's working its yeah. way yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Has been filled in now, I'd say, in a few yeah. years. Has well, it when you think there's a, there's a million euro premises here, like, yeah. Kevin said, I think it's actually bit, bit free now. It's yeah. almost that's, that's what I was saying about the people that had the vision and took that on. They, yeah, were, they, yeah. they, they were great people. They were fantastic. Yeah. Never forget the night of the meeting when <laughs> we were after opening up the facilities and any other business one night. Oh, yeah. Dennis Curry comes and says, yeah, we'll, we'll, build, we'll build an astrotroph. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone started roaring laughing about the astrotroph. Two years later, he opened the astrotroph. You know no, what I mean? It's, it's a, yeah. Yeah. As we've said there to the, the lads and lady from the Athletic Club earlier on, if you build it, they will come. Yes. You know, yeah. and uh, we would have said the same, I suppose, years ago with the astrotroph in Scarif. We were kind of saying, do we really need it? And look at it now. This club's all over you, isn't it? No more than your own. Yeah, you it's know? vital. It's vital for the winter it now. Is, you know? oh, it, it is, is yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And especially well, in here in Tullow, I mean, there's so many estates and mm-hmm. new estates being built, like the population is getting bigger. So well, you start there we next week now when, when, when it gets dark. And I think that you won't get a slot in that from Sunday morning till. The following Sunday night. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It'll yeah, be fun. Yeah. But isn't that just fantastic? Yeah, and the secondary school uses it and, and the national school uses it. Oh, okay. yeah. But they're, they use it for free. So it's a real community effort, yeah. isn't yeah. it, really? They come yeah. out there in the evenings after school yeah. and play and they're not charged, you know. Okay. Yeah. And have you a caretaker for this or is it just all voluntary people, that volunteers that come in to help yeah. keep it together? This is Mike High's building. Mike yeah. 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 No one, yeah. Whatever you want to do here, you have to go through Mike High. Yeah. Yeah. Which we did, and he was very amenable. He was very, very gracious and helped us out big time. Place me falling down without in fairness. Yeah, yeah. No, he, has, he always has somebody through the um, the Tusk games or the Foss games. Yes. Some, okay. Always okay. with him, you know. But kind of a groundsman outside there, or something. There's a lot of commitment from him, probably, uh, and other, a lot of other people, he, too. To he's run the place from the day it has opened. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be lost without my life. He puts in huge effort, and you can see the pitches are like snooker tables. Oh, absolutely. They look fantastic. just looks... Yeah, and that's all down to Mike. He's wonderful. And we so professional. Oh, it's just beautiful. Fantastic. I'd We'll have to bury him here. <laughs> this um, is his place. We took a walk about there early on, and there isn't a piece of litter or nothing. It is no. just so it's so just litter-free yeah. and kept so clean. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, it's fantastic. So you've no other future plans. You're hoping to pay off the date and keep going as you are. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, and why would you? I mean, why fix it? Everything is is here in place, isn't it? Anything. Sometimes you look out and you think you have enough ground, but yeah. with the amount of teams we have and everything. You could even do it another two. <laughs> could, yeah, yeah. And that's where, where, that's where Clive comes in. Clive comes in with Mike High. You, know, yeah. you, you can't book a game here yeah. without ringing Mike High. Yeah. You yes. have to ring him and say, "Can I have the field?" Yeah. He has his little book. He'll come out and yeah. he'll Keep say, "I'll yeah. juggle it or I'll do something." Right. He, okay. He'll always find something, something for you. You know, he works wonders. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but even the coaches have to come together. We're, we're meeting now even next Saturday night. All the head coaches to plan the winter just right. to make sure that we can have a slot each and yeah. it's such so, yeah. a demand, you know. Yeah. And it's great in one way. Isn't it? it is, yeah. yeah. The headache to yeah. try and sort it. But like a Friday night here, I think there are about 200 Academy kids in a match up the top. There's nearly always up in 200, 250 kids in a Friday It's just and fantastic, isn't it's it? It's hard to believe. And like there's loads of parking out there and everything. Yeah. It's very safe and everything, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It really is now. It's yeah. a credit to you. You had an international here at one stage, had you? I had. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Tell us more. Was a, uh, that was John Delaney again, who uh, uh, promised an international. We didn't think it would be girls' international, but it ended up it was between Ireland and Scotland. It was played here in, what is 2005, I think? Poster just there, I think. 2015. Sorry, 15, 20th of August 2015. Okay. 
and it was played at 11 a.m. on a Thursday morning, which was a bit strange, but we yeah. still had a crowd here. Yes, Scotland arrived in their bus, and Ireland arrived in their bus, and we had a wonderful day, and it match ended 1 1 draw. You know, a bit of history was made, we'll say really the other night when the ladies played Savannah McCarthy with a captain to the Irish team that day. Savannah McCarthy from, from Kerry. Yes. And uh, she made her debut for Ireland against um, the Australian side her oh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Wonderful. So, you know, she would come up yeah. to the ranks from that. So. so there's a connection there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't it a great coup for a small club wasn't in the middle of nowhere as they were to have an international? Yeah, really? Well, he made the promise yeah. the night of the opening day. He said, we'll give you an international. Yeah. And also what he did was he organised the Tullapite Band play before an international in Lansdowne Road. which did oh, oh, really? <laughs> we, yeah. we all had a great night that night. We had to go. We had to go. Yeah, you had to go. Oh, you'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they, they led the two teams yeah. out into the pitch. In was it Slovenia? Or Slovakia. Uh, Slovakia. Slovakia. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, that brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And listen, do you, do you get on well with all the other clubs in the area? We'll say, I know sometimes it's hard. There might be hurling training on the same time as soccer training, and it's hard for kids. Do you all work you in You have to. I have to. Yeah. I have about 70 from Camogie clubs today. Oh, Camogie as well? Yeah, yeah, and we'll see Camogie. And uh, you will at home. <laughs> no, but I have to deal with these Camogie clubs. Oh, sorry. All oh, right. And, and like, you know, you're, you're making sure that. You know, like, I had a semi-final of the Under-12 Cup last Friday night and I was missing one of my strong players because she was playing in the final of the Camogie with Crochine. Right. You're constantly juggling and trying, yeah. and you have to have a relationship. Yes, yeah. You know, like, I train here on a Sunday morning from about half eleven to one, but Clooney football moved theirs back to half nine to half ten, so I have about five players that can come over here after. And that's... It's just life, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, you try not to step on each other's toes, because yeah. like in fairness, up to the age, of, especially up to the age of 15, kids are playing more sport. Yes. Sports. And you have to encourage that. You yes, know, and yeah. That's, that's vital. Yeah, because yeah, sport is very important for kids. It, it is. Kids. Yeah, it is yeah. Yeah. Even the yeah. social action, you know, the social interaction part of it as well, yeah. even if they're not any good at sport, and some kids might be good at hurling or camogie, because we're having the soccer or rugby. Yeah. But once uh, you're uh, mixing with Correct. And some people may be very good at soccer and you find they can't hold a hurley, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then yeah. you have the jewel players exactly. or whatever, you know. Yeah. But as you say, they come to an age, I know in ours it was around the 15, and you make a choice what one you're going to you keep going to, with. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't keep the yeah, two You going. couldn't keep the two. No, especially especially co county squads kicking as well, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes, so yeah. 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 And with school and everything, yeah. you can't do it all with yeah. the time. That's the age. It's, you, you tend to lose, especially with girls, you know, if you can bring them to the, the 16, 17, you're doing all right. Yeah. Because yeah. there is a kind of a gap there. 14, 15, where you really have to bring them through because they, they tend to drop out, you know. Yes, yeah. You see some of the older teams, like, as I said there now with my under 12, 13 team, of 31, you won't bring 31 to 17. Yes, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Lots of distractions for them as yeah. they get a bit older, I suppose. Yeah, even I was here last week now at the Cup semi-final and there was a bunch of boys in the sideline and there was a bit of... And that I had to take them aside and say, you, you're kicking ball here for the next hour. Because <laughs> once they go into first year and then the boys and start coming to support them and show something, I wish the boys would stay away. <laughs> and the nails and fake tan and Great. all that. Oh, don't talk to me about fake tan. <laughs> well, you've got to look at it and the camogies went yeah. yes, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah it is. orange on the pitch and all that, <laughs> the museum. Bunch of umpa-lumpas running around the field. Yeah. <laughs> Then the shower rain comes and runs all night. <laughs> I know, it's our great summer here in Ireland. <laughs> and it's just, look at the great summer. Just as we yeah, look out now, there's another shower. It's after oh, starting. So, do you train all year round? You were saying about the AstroTurf, that it's brilliant, obviously, in, in days like today or whatever, when the ground gets very, very wet. Most, most teams will train, except the young, the very young. The academy, obviously, will finish it up. Because okay. they're only up to under eights and nines. I suppose the only ones that train all year round would be from the twelves up. You know, um, they will keep going. Right, so there's um, no break at all, really. 
No, but, but like last year now was unique with the COVID and everything. Course, and the, yeah. You know, um, we trained away there on a Sunday morning. And as I said, out of my 30 squad, I never had less than 24, 25 on a Sunday morning because they're nothing else. The camogie finishes, the football finishes. Yeah. And it's, it's a way of them getting out and it's, it's a social thing as right. well. Especially yeah. with girls. Boys are different. Boys want to be better and yes, yes, yeah. train and be Maradona's or whatever, you know, girls just want to come out and have the crack, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. different, you know, but like, and they do, they build, and it's great to have the, that's the turf because, but you know, it even, it helps their, their, um, their touch over the winter as well, you know? Okay. Like, um, you find that, um, kids give up soccer for four months, they come back, if they come back. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, if, if, if they leave it, they may not. Yeah, and then they've lost the, the age, you know yes, what I mean? Yeah. And you find you go all winter, it's amazing the difference uh, in the development of, of a child that's kept only one day a week kicking a ball during the winter. It's, mm. It does it does stand to them, you know. Does, yeah. And you know, especially with 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 the boys, really, you know, because they they there would be different levels of skill involved, you know. What yes. I mean? Yeah. 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 And do you have run summer camps then during the summer? Hot summer camps are massive. Yeah. 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 There was two here for the first time ever this year, and it was normally there'll be one, and it filled up. That's the FAI summer camp, is yeah, it? Well, we ran our own up oh, to right. two years ago, and okay. it was always to United and the FAI were putting pressure to get involved, and so we kind of let them in. It was two years ago, Kevin, wasn't it? Yeah. Two years, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they sure didn't. They, they tried for a second camp, and that filled up. Okay. Yeah. Sold out two camps. So. And that's boys and girls mixed, isn't it, from what I mixed gather, isn't it? From seven Which to, is four, great. to 14. Yeah, yeah. and they get the kit. Get the kit to all that, yeah. 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 Okay. Very successful here, yeah. And of course, this year I suppose there were so many children dying to get back and to do something when the camp started this yeah. year. I think the parents, if, were, if it was on, if you were three camps, you probably would have filled them all. Exactly, exactly, yeah. It would have worked out fine. So hopefully you'll have two. And so you didn't bother doing your own one then this year, did you? When you had the two FI no, ones? No, no. But we, we, we kind of it's it's kind of the FI ran, but all the coaches would be totally United coaches majority okay. so to be like your own camp yeah such. but the yeah. FEI run it you pay the FEI yes. they yeah. pay us and then they pay our coaches we'll say whatever yeah. a couple of quid and it's great for the youngsters to give you a hand to give them a week's work during the summer of course yeah. you know and if it's only to give them a hundred quid yeah. or whatever it is yeah. it's, it's brilliant for them yeah. it is so it works a bit like the cool camps would be something similar wouldn't mm. they the hurling ones very yeah. along the line the cool camps would be more the same coaches we moved from parish they don't really use local coaches in the cool camps we well, do predominantly use oh, local coaches okay. Yeah, okay. You know. Which is good for the area as well. Yeah, there's always yeah. a couple of head coaches, but then yeah. it's always the 70. But they have to have their badges done, they have to have their kickstarts, they have to have their guard vetting, their yes. all the yeah. child protection, all has to be done. Just because they're an ex player or a youth player, that doesn't yeah. mean they have the job yeah. got like. There isn't a coach outside yeah. in the field that's not guard vetted yes. or the, all the courses and all the badges you have to And it's so important, isn't it? So it's important now. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Kevin, you know, it must make life so much easier when you have coaches as passionate, as passionate and involved as, as Murdoch and his, his, his team of helpers, does it? And without the coaches, you wouldn't have a club. And yeah, no. They're, they're just wonderful, some of them, and they spend so much time into it. They're, they're credit to themselves and their families and the, and the club and the parish. And it's all voluntary. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. wonderful. wonderful you never have any problem, I say, if you have any fundraiser or anything here in the area, do you? I know you have the... the the fundraiser yeah. um, and, and the golf cla- classic is the big, the okay. big one every year in July, which we, we, we get we get great sponsorship for and we get great support, and they're the two main uh, fundraisers. fundraisers for oh, where is that? Club. Is it over in the East Clare? Over in East Clare. Okay, club. right. It's been going for the last for maybe oh, it's been a long time, but it's the last two years it's got bigger and bigger because right. big effort has been put in. We used to have a, a fun run here, a run. Yes. Where you invited people in. 
which we found that that was over too quick. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't as much uh, input from the club. It just right. runners going yeah. out, running around, going yes, home again. Just the day. Yeah. Yeah. Golf classic. Now they go play their golf. They go have. Uh, prize given the night and yes. we get together and yeah. so it's more of a social more of a social, social event yeah. it's, yeah. it's a big yeah. fundraiser and yeah. it's great that we get the support we do from all the businesses and how does that work then does it, do, do a lot of clubs get together and send a team is it a team of three or four or something or what way does uh, that work the, the teams playing the golf are only a small part of it. it's the sponsors of the holes the sponsors of okay. the, the greens and sponsors of the prizes and whatever the, no the, you actually sponsor a hole on the golf course okay. so I would say all one is sponsored by Kevin Bally. My yes. name is on it. So. Yeah. Hundred euros. Hundred euros. Okay. Yes. That's how that. That's how that's it how works. Okay. Is he not my golfer? Okay. I don't want to over losing the golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously that that is one of your great that's, fundraisers that's, as well. That's the yeah. behind as well. Yeah. Okay. There's probably a lot of work I mean, involved there is, in organising. There's, there's a big expense here every year. I mean, to, to run oh, the club. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the electricity and the oil and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And we have three tickets in the Aviva as well. We have three season tickets. Club owns. Yeah. Okay. So we raffle for it now. The last two years we've lost out because of. There has been nothing. Yeah. Yes, of course. But we, for the international matches, we'll, we'll raffle the t- t- tickets. To all paid up yeah. members. Is it? Well, so all the kids will, will go off oh, and sell okay. a car oh, or yeah. whatever, and then they, the, pri- the prizes could, could be yeah. tickets to the next Germany game or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. And that's make, makes money for us as well, and it kind of paid for the three seats over the years. That's a great idea, isn't yeah. it? Isn't it a great Yeah. Thank John Delaney for them seats as well, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're smiling. <laughs> well, fair play to him, you know. I mean, we, 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 we all had, we had, had bed. nothing said about John Delaney. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I mean, you're smiling, and I mean, really, you know, he deserves a pat in the back for what he gave you here, to be fair. Look, you know even, even the night we went to the yeah. Viva with, with, with the pipe band, yes. like the ten-man committee, we were all brought into the prison suite yeah. that night, <laughs> wined and dined, and, and he still found the time to come down and talk to us, yeah, one yeah. by one by one. That, yeah. So look at whatever you say about him. We, but he did a lot of good work. He in, was good yes. to us. Yeah, and especially yes. the country rural yeah. clubs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Grassroots. I know. Yeah. The morning, I was here the morning that he walked out here. He got, right. out, he got out of his chauffeur-driven Mercedes and <laughs> walked out in the middle of the field and all he says, and no oasis. So really? And no yeah. Go away. Yeah. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So, Lucas, I suppose all we can say is thank you very much for hosting us here this morning and very Mike Hai as well. He Thanks was absolutely brilliant to us. Yeah. Yeah. We really enjoyed it. And hopefully, when you've, you know, we had a few troubles with the internet here, so hopefully by the time we, we make our next visit... Uh, be the next in a couple grand, of years, yeah, that, that, it might be that bit easier. <laughs> um, so listen, thank you very much, Mordock Leeson and Kevin Barry, and Thanks. the best of luck with the launching of the book, The 50 Years. Okay. Um, let us know, we'll give it a plug on, on Scarf Making Metro oh. Radio, let us know. So it'll be launched before Christmas. Okay. Get a few Christmas stocking. Thank you very yeah, much, so both of you. Thank just, you. Just before we go, sure. On behalf of the soccer club, we wish to Tullahurl is the best look against the bridge today, yes. against the bridge in the quarterfinal of the intermediate. And the intermediate. Yes. And you never know, you might be joining Scarif and Senior Hurling next year, hopefully. 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 <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Thanks Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.